0: hey everyone welcome back to the yellow podcast hope you're well hope you're staying at home staying safe i just finished recording this podcast with nicholas aka natusford on instagram he is a outdoor photographer as well as a incredible tattoo artist and a very likable character we um, talked about how he decided to basically sell most of his belongings give up his apartment to pursue his passion for photography also talk about the benefits of learning to shoot different photography styles and looking for inspiration in other art forms as well as the importance of sleep to just perform better as a creative especially you know when you're on the road so I hope you guys enjoy this episode and without further ado the yellow podcast up next Hey Nicklas, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you so much for being on the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: What are you spending most of your days <laughs> doing at home?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> I live in the one country in the world that doesn't have a lockdown right now. I think. Yeah. So in Sweden we are we're allowed to like basically do like the ordinary stuff. We. Are recommended to do like social distancing yeah but basically what I do is I live in a little summer house uh and yesterday I basically got a dog uh so I'm here oh, with my with my dog and my girlfriend and, what uh, what dog did you get uh it's an Alaskan Malamute
0: I have no idea uh, how that looks it's probably it's,
1: it's like a husky but big
0: Oh, okay. Did you post it on your stories? Yes. uh why did the I miss big, it? The big
1: fluffy wolf bear.
0: Okay, <laughs> I I probably thought it was just a wolf or some I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean we have a lot of wolves in Sweden, so.
0: Yeah, I'll I will check it out later. What What's his or her name?
1: His name is Grizzly.
0: Grizzly, that's that's nice.
1: Because looks he looks like a big bear, so. Yeah. Kind of fitting.
0: That's pretty unique.
1: We're like already best friends after 24 hours, so that's good.
0: <laughs> that's so cool. So you got a dog to kind of was this planned or what was the idea?
1: I mean, I've always wanted a dog, like for years and years, and like every time I meet a dog, I'm like, oh, I want a dog. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But now just felt right, and uh he's he's quite old. He's like nine years old, so it's mm-hmm. more like a i'm basically basically adopting him in a way
2: yeah
1: his last family like they can't have him anymore because of like family situation so i'm basically gonna take care of him and hang out with him
2: Mm. uh for his last
1: years like have fun with him
2: Hmm.
0: that's so nice um did you did you plan any trips uh like currently and you can't really go
1: well actually i was kind of lucky because i didn't have anything i didn't have any i had like ideas but didn't have like anything planned or booked uh there was a couple of photo jobs that uh, unfortunately got like postponed yeah or probably canceled i don't know Mm -hmm. depending on how things are looking i didn't have to cancel anything but you know how it is it's kind of it's like getting a little bit. You know, I'm getting a little bit restless just like yeah. being in the same uh, same place for mm-hmm. you know weeks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> is actually for the people who are not familiar with you and your work. Can you introduce yourself a little bit as an artist, photographer, whatever?
1: Sure. So yeah, my name is Niklas. I I'm Swedish, half German, but uh, I was raised in Sweden. Um, I'm 28 years old. Uh, I've been working as a tattoo artist for most of my adult life Uh, and then I became obsessed with photography about three and a half years ago almost four my first photo trip was to Iceland and I just got I got hooked yeah Uh, started like going on photo trips as much as possible with friends Uh, and just started Instagram at the same time Uh, so my my work was mainly uh, shooting like the landscape photography in Norway, Iceland, Faroe Islands but these days it's much more variation it's more I shoot more cars and motorcycles or like uh, photos of me and now I've been to you know Bali, South Africa, America so it's not only like Nordic countries anymore it's like the best countries in the world so <laughs> now I call myself an outdoor lifestyle automotive photographer.
0: Hmm, interesting and did yeah. when you when you did the, your first trip to iceland did you already have a camera
1: yes uh so basically my friend inspired me to start an instagram account and we were out camping one night and you know he had like this little i don't remember which camera it was but like a little compact camera you know like just one this one like super small and we we were discussing and I was like oh fuck i should i should really buy a camera i think i could I I could probably learn this and be pretty good at it. So the morning after, we were sleeping outside, like doing like camping. But it's the morning after I came home, just went online and bought uh, a Fujifilm camera. I don't know why I choose that one, but I mm-hmm. so just bought it instantly and learned it. And that, yeah, that was the camera I used on my first trip to Iceland. Hmm. But I think I think that trip basically taught me photography or like the basics. Mm-hmm. I remember I was just so, so, so stoked all the time. I was just like, oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. That's so cool. Uh, it was probably the perfect time to go to the perfect place. Like, you know, when you're like starting out, you're always so like enthusiastic about yeah. everything. You're like yeah. a little kid. <laughs> yes. like, it's like Christmas. So, yeah, that's, that's how it went
2: down.
0: Yeah, as you were saying, that excitement of when you when you first travel to a place. Because for me, it was also Iceland, one of the first trips where I had like my camera with me. And everything was just amazing. I took photos of absolutely everything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I remember seeing uh, when you went to the Faroes for the first time. Yeah. I want to say you were one of the first. Probably not the first person to go to the Faroe Islands, but I remember you were the, one of the first that followed on Instagram that went there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, this country is amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's literally next door. Kind of, I mean.
1: Ish. Yeah. I mean, it's a little swim. A little swim.
0: <laughs> a little swim. <laughs> yeah. But pretty close. Because at the time, mm, one of my favorite photographers was uh, Max. Minch max from yeah. Germany and he posted he went there and he posted photos from there in in the winter um with like snow and it was just amazing. I was like I I want to go here so bad. And then yeah, I think I went in April 2017 and in mm. I think in summer was when when the hype started, so I was kind of just before everyone <laughs> was there. So, yeah, I mean yeah, that was a pretty cool trip.
1: Yeah, it's 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 crazy how how fast the pharaohs went from unknown to hyped. And now it's like uh you can't really do some of the hikes anymore because yeah. the people who own the land, they, they they want a piece of the cake. Yeah. I mean, so uh, I I think I've been there f- three times now. Mm, it's like too. every time it's like ah, oh, so good.
0: Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. I really want to go back cuz it's yeah, I mean, there, it's so small, but you just there's so much that I, I didn't see yet, like especially the islands in the south where you have to take a ferry and then also the island with the, I'm so bad with names, with the puffins and all that. So I still didn't go there.
1: I think you could live there for a year and not see everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, coming back to your Iceland trip. So you went to Iceland and then you kind of, fell in love with photography pretty much what were what were the next steps then
1: uh I, the the trip to iceland was in november i think in the beginning of the i that must have been yeah beginning of 2017 you know i i started going on a lot of photography trips and i was like yeah i want to do this this is this is what i like so at the same time i remember seeing the documentary uh called minimalist have you seen Ooh, it oh
2: yeah yes
1: yeah and I was like I was so inspired by it I was like oh this is so true like because I had like my apartment that I've been living in for a couple of years and like I had a lot of I had a lot of unnecessary unnecessary stuff at home and I was thinking like oh it would be so cool to travel a lot and like be more like free Mm -hmm. but all these things that I have at home is like or like my home is basically holding it back because, I mean, rent and everything is like, what, 500, 600 euros per month, which is yeah. like, it's normal. It's normal here, but 600 euros put into traveling is a lot of money. Mm. I, I mean, you can go very far with that if you if you know what you're doing. So, yeah. so I was like, I just got the idea like, hey, I'm going to start selling off most of my things that I don't need. I'm going to use, like, I'm going to reinvest the money into trips and photography. Then I just thought like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna like stop living in my apartment. I'm gonna move in with my dad because he was uh, working a lot like in other countries. So he was barely home. Mm-hmm. So I was just basically crashing at his place, uh, living on his couch, sold <laughs> most of my stuff. I was just traveling as much as possible.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, yeah. And I, I went back to Iceland, uh, I think two times. And I, yeah, I told you I work as a tattoo artist as well. So one of the times I did like a guest spot, which is basically like you go to a studio uh, and work as a guest for a couple of days or a week or whatever. Yeah. And they offered me like, I was like, oh, I said it's pretty cool. Like it would be, it would be interesting to live here. And they were like, Hey, if you want to move here, like you have a, you have a spot in our shop. (laughs) Nice. So I was like, "Hmm, that's a good, uh, it's a good point. And then I uh, met my ex girlfriend. So basically I was, I didn't have a home. I got, I got offered a job and my ex had just like bought an apartment. So I was like, fuck it. Let's move to Iceland. I'm going to try. <laughs>
2: <That's> so <cool. laughs>
1: I just moved to Iceland. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm really lucky because if you're, uh, if you live in a Nordic country where you have like a Nordic passport, you can just move around from the countries like super easily oh really yeah basically what i did was i moved to iceland i took a took a plane with all my stuff which was just like a couple of suitcases by now because i sold most of the stuff and the yeah. rest i put like in a garage and i basically went to the office or like their i don't know immigration office and said like hey here's my passport i'm moving here and they were like okay sign here and i was like okay <laughs> thanks and then they give you a social security number and you open up a bank account and that's it's basically anything, everything you need to do.
0: Nice, yeah. So when you, so you start, you took the job, and then did you have time to kind of do some adventures?
1: Yeah, I was, I was basically working at the tattoo shop uh, during uh, weekdays, and then saving money to just do trips around Iceland, mm-hmm. um,
0: which are expensive.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I, bu- I bought like this uh, old shitty Land Rover Discovery One.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: i think i paid like a thousand euros for it it was like <laughs> it was so shit but i met a i met a guy that helped me fix it so i mm. used that to like drive around and um uh, yeah it was it's actually a really good car like off of mm-hmm. uh capabilities even though it looked like shit but <laughs> i used that and then upgraded to the defender uh, a year later or something nice and, uh, yeah well once you have like a car and you have the contacts you need. Iceland is not that expensive. It's mm. just about, you know, doing it the smart way, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's with everything. Um, would you say living in Iceland or like shooting a lot in Iceland helped you kind of develop your photography style or did you already have like a, a clear vision uh, about your work?
1: Good question. Uh, yes and no because like i i always i've always known what what i like to shoot like i i really like you know like moody stuff mm-hmm. and iceland is really moody so
2: <laughs> yeah
1: it was just the perfect place to take photos and uh, the weather changes are so like dramatic it's like you know snowing and then it's sunshine and then it's like raining and so windy so it's like a lot of motion and yeah a lot of motion and mood in iceland which was perfect for my my taste in photography mm-hmm. and of course like shooting a lot there like helped me become became, become a better photographer but i think i think in general when you like if you want to become really good at something it's really good to try different types of photography yeah not only like taking landscape photos but also try you know portrait or taking uh, photos of animals and cars because you usually you learn Something from one thing that you can apply to some other style of shooting,
2: mm,
0: exactly. I mean, it that kind of goes with every art form. I feel like you can like steal bits and pieces from every art form.
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Do you have an example for yourself?
0: I've always been very interested in like art in general, just like looking at things that are pleasingly aesthetic wait what (laughs) that are aesthetically pleasing (laughs) exactly that's the word um and kind of like I don't know it goes from design architecture um interior design drawings I don't know all that you can like learn from like shapes colors lights and so so many things that you can I don't know just like apply then as you said to your own work kind of
1: Like architecture and stuff is also like using, you know, the golden ratio and uh, like interior design. There's so much like different textures and color theory. And I mean, it's like, it's it's kind of the same rules, but different art forms. Hmm. And then, you know, know the rules and know when to break them kind of thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a really good advice, actually. Um, So Are like right now? Are you full time photographer?
1: No, I'm fifty, basically fifty fifty tattoo artist and photographer. Mm -hmm. Uh, but right now because of because of our current situation, I'm not really doing any photo jobs, just tattooing.
0: Yeah. do Do you see yourself ever doing only photography, or do you want to do both?
1: I really like doing both because they both offer something different. Mm. Like when you doing photography is like you have it's more like freedom it's more you don't know what's going to happen today you usually see new places but it's also like you don't know when you wake up if there's going to be a sunrise if there's going to be a good shoot Mm -hmm. if the photos are going to turn out good or not Mm -hmm. it's like but that's also fun but you never know kind of thing doing tattoos is like it's it's basically the same routine you go to the same place obviously the tattoos are always different and sometimes you don't do like fun tattoos and sometimes you do super fun tattoos but it's more like when you do a tattoo it's more like a direct uh feedback both to yourself and like from the customer Mm. whilst you know when you take photos it's like you you plan and you go out you take the photos then you come back you edit you send it to the client then they give you feedback. Yeah. And it's yeah. like it's such a long process. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: But usually a long process also makes it feel a little bit more like rewarding once you've finished it. So uh mm. yeah. yeah. I, I think they both have like it's it's a nice balance between those two because when I'm not out shooting photos, I'm home doing tattoos. So it's like I always have something to do.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Um I actually wanted to ask you this. Um because I know from Jack's stories and from your stories that you switched from Canon to Sony, uh, what happened?
1: <laughs> well, basically, I mean, I've been shooting with Jack for probably three years. Like we, we started shooting from almost the beginning. And yeah. I went, I just went Canon. I never tried a Sony back then, but mm-hmm. I tried a Canon. I was like, oh, this feels good. I like how it feels. I like the photos, and I knew that uh some of my favorite photographers back then used canon like Canon Specker and daniel amst yeah i know they were shooting canon and like i liked their photos i was like well then it's probably a good brand so i just started using canon
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know jack was always shooting sony and i was like ah you know he can use that i can use canon whatever uh and i i was always happy with canon but then i think must have been half a year ago or something i was shooting with jack and like i think I, I was helping him shoot something and i tried his camera i was like mm, this is pretty good I was like oh okay and then <laughs> you know i got the raw files and started editing and i was like shit there's like a huge difference between the canon raw files and the sony raw files yeah. and I just, I just noticed that the autofocus on the sony was much quicker mm-hmm. and i just felt like it was sharper and I don't know, I just started to really like the Sony more. And once I got a taste of the Sony, I was like, Ugh, doesn't feel as good to go back to the canon anymore. <laughs> so so I was like, ah, just just make the switch. Mm-hmm. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, I mean it all uh,
0: it all comes down to personal preferences and all that. For me it's just like I just love the colors on Canon so much that I just I just don't want to switch.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the biggest like the best argument for Canon is the color color science. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't really I don't really have a problem with the Sony colors. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just like what you are used to, and yeah, in the end, it's like whatever you feel happy with and feel comfortable with, and
0: what uh what advice would you give to people who kind of are starting out and they want to pick up a camera but they don't know where to start
1: just start <laughs> <laughs> the hardest the hardest part is to just start yeah i i just finished like an audiobook which was like teaching about economy basically or like saving and stuff
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he's like his advice was just like just get started just you're not gonna know everything before you start, but you're gonna figure it out along the way. Yeah. And for me, with photography, it was the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, like I was so like enthusiastic about it and like interested in it, so I just like immersed myself in it. So it was, you know, just like youtubing like how you know, like yeah, how to use a camera. There's there must be thousands of videos, and I think it's also. I mean, you can sit in front of YouTube and like learn all these like technical stuff, but the most important thing is just to go out and take photos and yeah. try it. Uh, I mean, I get a lot, like a lot of questions, like, "Oh, I want to take photos like you. How do I do it?" And then maybe they send me some photos they are taken, and they take maybe they take photos in like you know direct sunlight, uh, and not. I mean, my photos are usually like moody or sunrise,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's like it's just a huge part of the photo is conditions the conditions you should shooting yeah so i remember when i started out taking photos i remember someone said like the photo should always be as good as possible straight from the camera Mm. uh like with conditions with light with how you crop it you should not you should always like just think about it as using like a, a film camera then you i mean obviously you can do some editing afterwards with I always thought like if an if a if an image doesn't look good in the camera, it's not gonna turn out great in Lightroom. Yeah. But I I usually notice like when I have a really good photo in the camera, I I don't need to edit it a lot at all. It's just like, hmm, well, this is pretty easy.
0: Yeah, but- exactly. Yeah, it's it's nice once you get to that stage, like when you look at the back of your camera and you're like, "Yep, I got it, I got it," and then. You, you upload it on your computer and like you edit them so quickly because you know exactly what you shot and you know exactly what's going to look good. And then sometimes there's a few surprise shots where you're like, oh, this is actually really cool. Didn't think that this would turn out so great. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really nice stage to be in.
1: Yes, but it takes a while to get there.
0: Mm. What about your favorite place that you ever visited?
1: Uh, well iceland is one of them definitely mm.
2: uh
1: i really like I really like California. you have so much different stuff there you have you have know, like the ocean you have um uh, like mountains you have the desert like you know Death valley
2: yeah you
1: have national parks like yosemite
2: mm-hmm.
1: you have basically you have amazing nature and like all different kinds of nature there's so much cool like also like city stuff like. Los Angeles San Francisco Francisco. yeah amazing cars motorcycles all that kind of stuff that I like Mm. I mean it's just like it's just basically it just has everything that I like yeah so uh I was actually I was actually gonna go back there uh, in March but obviously I had to cancel because
0: did did you do like you did like a a road trip with Phil right like a while back
1: it was me Phil Anton. Oh yeah, uh,
2: Anton.
1: Jack. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was it was like I think it's like almost two years ago. Basically we drove from LA uh up the west coast uh to Vancouver and then to Banff. Oh nice and then back to <laughs> Seattle through Montana and then back to LA. Yeah it was it was crazy.
0: <laughs> a lot of driving in a month
1: no less oh shit (laughs) it was probably two weeks
0: (laughs) oh what it
1: was it was a little bit too much driving uh but you know
0: yeah because i learned a
1: lot
2: from that
0: yeah i i did like a similar trip we did la to seattle in like yeah three weeks um but we also did la and then utah Um, and then did all that in Utah, and then came back to California, and then did spots in California, and then drove up to Oregon, and then Washington, and then, you know, you're basically just shooting sunrise, driving to the next spot, shooting sunset, going to sleep, shooting sunrise, driving to the next spot, and towards the end of the trip, we were all just completely dead, and then, obviously, we were in Washington, and it was super moody, and then it's, you know, like, I, I love shooting moody, but it's just so much harder to get motivated to go out when it's freaking yeah. raining. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: How was uh, I was Utah?
0: Oh, it, it was probably my favorite spot, like, of the whole trip. It's just crazy. <laughs> the colors. I love the that orange, red, stone, whatever it is. <laughs> it just looks so good.
1: Yeah, that's uh, on top of my bucket list. Oh yeah, Monument Valley.
0: Yeah, so cool. It is really cool.
1: Like these days, you really learn that it's usually more worth to like you know take a little bit more time at each spot. Yeah, rather than like rush it every day. Yeah, and even like if you have like a tight schedule, still try to get like a a relaxing day in every once in a while because oh my god, my brain doesn't work if I don't get to sleep.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, same. We we had like a sunrise sleep in every now and then. Cause you kind of need it. Because at some point you just don't function anymore and your motivation is like gone. You don't even want to touch the camera. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. rest is really important. Also, rest in between trips is so important. I learned that <laughs> the hard way.
1: Yeah, recharge. Mm-hmm. I, lis- I listen I listened to this podcast. Uh there was like a sleeping sleep professor. He was on Joe Rogan podcast.
2: Oh, cool.
1: And it's like it's like basically like three hours where they talk about what happens if you don't get enough sleep mm-hmm. each night. And that <laughs> listening to that, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh and it just like basically changed my changed my life in a way because now I I really respect getting those like at least seven hours of sleep every night. Mm. Uh it was just like crazy like it's basically like if you if you sleep less than seven hours per night like your immune system goes down like it's like if you if you like don't sleep enough it's like driving drunk when you're driving a car it's like it's just so much stuff that happens to you that's so like unhealthy mm-hmm. and it's it's these days it's, it just annoys me when people are like oh, i only need like four hours to sleep because you know I have so much stuff to do. It's like, well, if if you think that, that's good for you. But but you probably have, has like happened to you that like you're working on something on the computer or whatever, like, and it's pretty late and you're tired and it's like nothing is working and you're like, oh, shit. Mm. And it's like, oh, I'm just gonna try tomorrow. Then you go to sleep. You sleep for like eight hours. You wake up, go to the computer, and it takes like two minutes, and you like figured out what the problem was.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, getting good sleep is like so important for taking good photos, I think.
0: Mm. Yeah, but it's not always easy because I am like the type of person who wants to edit right after shooting. So I, yeah. when I shoot, I want to edit that same night because even just like importing the photos, going through them quickly, maybe check some like how it how it could look or whatever. Um, and then I'm satisfied. But if I don't get to do that, I, I, I don't know. I go crazy. So that's a big priority for me. That sometimes keeping me from the sleep that I should have.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you like you're out and take a good photo, you're like, oh, I'm excited. I want to like, you know, edit this, see. Mm-hmm. You know, you're proud of what you what you've done, so
2: you're excited about getting it out there. I guess. Hmm. Yeah,
0: for sure. What, is, what about some places that you still really want to w- I can't talk. <laughs> what about some places that you still want to visit?
1: This is, this is a good question. Um, I've been to Norway like many times, but I really want to go back there this summer and like, do much more hiking than I've done.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess that's like a sheet answer. Uh, Russia seems so cool. Yes. There seems to be so much stuff to see in Russia but it's a little bit tricky with I mean obviously you can't just go there and travel as you like. You need you need your visa and mm-hmm. your guides and stuff. But Russia seems so cool. Also, uh I really wanna to go to Namibia. You've been
2: there, right?
0: Yeah, it's so good. I wanna go back. Yeah, that's cool. I've been I've been talking to Jack about it as well, going back so maybe we can plan a trip. <laughs> For some point. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool.
1: I was just going to say, I need, I need a new bikini and some, uh, <laughs> some sun cream.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. What I wanted to ask you if, is if you enjoy shooting wildlife.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: Mm.
1: That's, uh, that's basically the main reason I want to go there.
0: Yeah. I, when When I went with Jack and Carl... I had to leave early. I had to leave the trip early, um, and they went to sh- like a safari kind of thing. And I was super jealous that I couldn't go there because that's kind of my dream that I want to do. So hopefully, soon at some point.
2: <laughs> yeah, have you
1: have you tried before?
0: Um, well, not not like a safari thing. I mean, I've taken photos of reindeers and like stuff like that, but. Not like a safari kind of thing, so I really want to do that.
1: I've done it once in Sri Lanka. They had like a lot of leopards, some elephants oh, and stuff
0: oh actually yeah i I also did that, but <laughs> funny story i um so we went on the on that on the like tour, and I forgot my battery <laughs> of my cannon in the in the hotel. And so I was just taking iPhone photos and obviously like no. you need a zoom lens. And I was just, ah, that was, that was bad. That was so bad.
1: That's, that doesn't, that shouldn't happen.
0: No, I know, but That's you know, nightmare. it happens and I learn from it. Hopefully.
1: <laughs> yeah. You will have your, I think you will have your safari moment.
0: Oh yeah. I've been, I've been actually like, because I have so much time now. I've been doing a lot of researches uh, on like the places to visit in Africa. Where to go in terms of best safaris and stuff. So yeah, <laughs> it's kind of, I don't know. It's it's really hard to plan things right now. Because you get so excited and you want to, I don't know. You just want to
2: go. A bit frustrating,
0: yeah. Yeah, but you know... Just the way it is. Well, I think we're gonna wrap things up here. Everyone, please go follow Nicholas on Instagram. And are you on any other platforms? Are you on TikTok or?
1: (laughs) No, I I installed uh, TikTok again today. Actually. Oh yeah. This morning.
0: Okay, so Um, everyone follow Nicholas on TikTok.
1: yeah same nickname there not this bad yeah and me and a friend from sweden we're planning on starting like a podcast actually as well uh oh. like a youtube channel kind of thing uh but we don't we don't have anything out yet but keep an eye open for that
0: hmm, that's interesting that's cool is it gonna be photography based or what is what is like the main theme
1: Uh, no, it's not going to be photography based, uh, only, but obviously we're both, he's more a videographer. Okay. Uh, so we have like, that's basically the background is that we can make, uh, images and video. Mm -hmm. But our idea is to meet people that are like really good at what they do, uh, and talk about them, about, you know, what made them good what's their mindset yeah and we want to learn about stuff that helps you grow as a person Mm
2: -hmm. like
1: you know like skills and mindset all that kind of stuff Mm. and we're also gonna do like stuff that we like you know we love cars motorcycles we love the outdoors just like do do inspiring things with inspiring people and learn along the way basically
0: Hmm. that's 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 super good. I love that. It's always uh, so nice, like, what you can learn from other people. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's how you learn the yeah. Best, I
0: think. yeah, for sure. So
1: you're going to be in one one episode in the future.
0: Oh, that's nice of you. <laughs> that you consider me as a good person at something. <laughs>
1: well, what's, what's your special skill that we're going to have in the, the episode?
0: procrastination <laughs>
1: mm. that's uh yeah i'm pretty good at that as well
0: actually. yeah i think we all are yeah so thank you so much it was fun talking to you finally
2: <laughs> thank you yeah finally yeah,
0: yeah did you um did you finish money haste
1: oh no 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 uh watched have watched episode yesterday but no, oh, i'm okay. not i'm not i'm not super into it
0: Oh okay, uh, just one. Yeah, I uh,
1: just finished uh, Ozark season oh, three.
0: Is that cool? I I haven't it's watched it.
1: it. It Was amazing.
0: Have you have you watched the Tiger documentary? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Did you like it? Have you seen it? Um. Yeah. I I don't know. Like I started, I started like ten minutes, but I wasn't really giving it my attention because I was on the side like on instagram and whatever so i wasn't focused 100 percent. but i might give it another try today we'll
2: see
1: it's it's like a roller coaster of emotions it's like you're like laughing and you're like what the fuck is this and (laughs) then you're like sad and then you're shocked and then it's like i don't know it's like i think i think it's getting so popular because everyone is just like it just makes you just blows your mind mm. in good and bad ways i think mm. yeah i i, I think I, I think we watched everything in like 24 hours oh wow it was just like it was just like oh, I, have to, I have to see what happens i have to see what happens it's just like for every episode it just gets more fucked up
0: oh my god yeah see like i i <clears throat> sorry i kind of i get the hype kind of but at the same time I don't, so I kind of just have to watch it to understand why people are so obsessed with it.
1: Yeah. I mean there's there's stuff happening all the time that's gonna get you more like involved in the story.
0: Okay. So
1: you have you have to give it, I mean, at least one episode.
0: Mm, okay. Well, I will I will watch it and report back to you.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, So thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon.
2: Thank you.